Welcome to Who Put This On, Season 4, Episode 24, where we watch Prank Encounters, Season 1, Episode 1, and 2. I'm Chris Lorenz. Robert Kitts. Noah Singer. Max Levin, that kid from Maxer Things. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Noah, you got the show description for us? I do. It's quite short, but I got one. Monstrous frights meet funny reveals as real people land in their own horror movie, and Gaten Matarazzo hosts the hidden camera show. Prank Encounters on Netflix. Thank you, Noah. This is an odd one, guys. We don't have done too many shows like this, but essentially they set up some sort of weird, very elaborate horror scenario, and they reveal this is a giant hoax. And then laugh about it? That's the show. That's the show. That's the show. It's a very basic prank reality show. Like, it does nothing new. But it's a horror version, right? Like, uh, Is there a horror version of the show before? Yes. Uh, I think there was one on, like, Sci-Fi Channel or something. It was sort of like a Fear Factor X, like, Just for Laughs crossover <laughs> for laughs crossover <laughs> the fuck I, is that I, I cannot picture that in my mind right now. i don't even know Rob, what are you are you familiar with just for laughs the just for laughs gags thing right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i get that it I is it is this is. canadian sort of well-meaning prank show hidden camera prank show and they showed on like united airlines for some reason it's it's got a bit of a uh, impractical oh, joker. Is this like on it. YouTube? I think I've seen a couple. Yeah, of yeah, yeah you yeah. you've probably have. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> moving on from that. <laughs> let's talk about the two episodes. We let's saw. talk about prank encounters. So like, yeah. let's go. I'll go over what the first prank was, and the yeah. so each episode is one prank. So this is twenty minutes of this one prank. Oh yeah. So yeah. the first prank is set up in this house where the overall idea is that there's going to be a teddy bear. That's gonna freak people out because it's gonna start like moving around and doing like murdering people. Some we, kind of haunted, some sort of teddy haunted bear. teddy bear. The episode is called Teddy Scare. Thank you, Noah. <laughs> uh, so they have a babysitter come in, and there's like a there's a maid, there's a mom. She comes and explains the scenario, and then there's a guy that's supposed to come in and collect toys for some charity. I don't remember what the name of the charity was, but we believe it was fake. It is, was definitely fake. So I have the internet corner well, we'll on this. We'll get to that. We'll get to this. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. The we we got to talk about the scenario first. Yeah, yeah. So he's coming in trying to pick up this teddy bear. And the scenario is, is that there's like a daughter that they're babysitting and her sister died it's nebulous time frame. It's a pretty dark scenario. And <laughs> she died no in the past year. Okay, in the past yeah, year. Yeah. And this the daughter thinks this teddy bear killed her sister. Which you know, that's the se- elaborate that's setup, the setup for this whole thing is that they're getting closer and closer to like this teddy bear f- like freaking everyone out. And eventually freaks everyone out, pushes the nurse off a balcony, nurse Maid. not nurse maid off the balcony. And like everyone just freaks out, and then Gaten, yeah, Gaten, Gaten, aka Dustin from Moderate Stranger Things, comes out and says, "Ha ha, that was a prank," <laughs> and 
everyone scene. <laughs> and every, everyone laughs and goes home. It's yeah. insane. Uh, so th- the second episode we watched was a Sasquatch horror yes. movie. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, they like get these. So they have one person from the insurance company gets like a temp worker to go with her out to like the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and then they have a new person on the highway. Highway patrol. The whole highway, whatever, like in the middle of nowhere, come to inspect suspicious crashes on some sort of part stretch of road. Dead man's curve, you might say. Some may say that. Some, some may say. And it all leads to like this Sasquatch person coming out of the woods and like Attacking. freaking them all out. Yeah. And like breaking a car window and pulling somebody out through the car window. Yeah. And then Gaten comes out and says, ha ha, prank. Actually, he says, wait, 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 guys, I know what's going on. It's a prank, ha ha. <laughs> You're on my <laughs> new Netflix reality TV show. Netflix, Netflix, it's Netflix, okay, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to... Call back to our Caligula pod where it was like, Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's such a better prank show. I, I do wish he'd just like, you're on my TV show on Netflix, and someone's been like, Stranger Things? <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's roll it back to the minutia of the first Oh, there's episode. so much minutia. We first get episode minutia. Yeah, yeah, so the people that are not aware what's there's, happening, so the non-actors. There's two non-aware people in every prank. That's part of the pitch. And yeah. they do not know each other before this happens. Oh, yeah. They say this like 30 times. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. It, it is unclear why they need to emphasize that so much. I think they feel it adds the authenticity. Mm. But they really stress it. They, they they overdo it, but like I that's the only thing I can think of is they're like this is so real. No, no. These two people, they never met before. Never. Wow. Max, <laughs> hey, never. as the prank show aficionado here, has this been done before? <laughs> Have they done double pranks? Uh, that, I don't actually know. That so that could be, be the new thing. I am not an aficionado. <laughs> I know. You <laughs> pretended to be an aficionado. When before. did I pretend to? Earlier in this episode, we were like, has the horror piece been done before? Yeah, like? it was called Scare Tactics. It was on sci-fi. Look it up. Learn the lore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that made you an aficionado. There you go. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> we've got Theodora. Yeah, which is supposed to be the babysitter. How much babysitting does she do in this episode? Like none, very little. Like they feel like there's like a good ten minute talk with the mom about this charity thing, and nothing to do with the daughter Opal. Yeah, which is a yeah. weird name. And I the, mean, the, that's yeah. of all the weird things going on. I don't <laughs> think the name is where I'd be like. Yeah, that's man. where it got weird. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, then we've got Vertiz. Vertiz. Or VJ. Good old VJ. Shout out to VJ. Uh, <laughs> he's a, he is, we he gets watched, pranked. We watched a sh- with a show with a guy named VJ. Uh, and Xavier is the name of the teddy bear. Oh, yeah. So it's just like they come into this scenario and it just kind of like lingers for so long. The amount of setup to the amount of payoff is out of whack on the show. It's way <laughs> it's, wrong. Yeah. It's like they're just in this show. The, the babysitter's in this house for like 10, 12 minutes 
before like even like the other guy comes into this episode. Like yeah. it's nuts. No, no, that's just even like the edited time. No, like, no, the I'm talking about what we yeah. saw. I, I I think she's probably in the house for quite a bit oh, yeah. of time. Yeah, well, we're the mom, they, mom explains this complicated fucking scenario, leaves, yeah. then it's time for this complicated scenario to kind of pay itself off. It's not like the guy showed up immediately as the mom left. Yeah. So there are a lot of they spend so much time on the setup. And yet, there were so many things with the setup that were kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Number one, so there's the maid there, and then we ask the question, why do they need a babysitter? The maid is there. And it's never <laughs> got explained, because yep. the mom left. The maid was there the whole time. like, And like trying to walk Theodora through the whole thing, it's just like, it, it felt like they were making things overly elaborate to the point of not making sense and yeah. for no purpose it, I... was, it was some fake ass shit oh yeah yeah and like the whole thing was the guy vertiz goes up gets the teddy like opal's like you can't take the teddy bear right and they're like no we're gonna take the teddy bear and vertiz takes the teddy bear puts it in a bag puts it in a box walks away gets some other shit then comes back and the teddy bear's gone supposedly gone i wish they'd shown the behind the scenes of them mm. taking the teddy bear away like i think that would have been a nice little like cutaway showing what happened you know maybe, they don't know maybe. but we know mm-hmm. that doesn't one cut of the dead <laughs> situation <laughs> something like that I, I gotta say i don't think it's too absurd to have a babysitter and a maid right the maid's responsible for like cleaning the house keeping the house in order in in the context of all the other things that felt off about the setup, like I I can see how that could be like a thing. I think the more absurd thing, the maid was dressed like a caricature of a like maid, like a sexy <laughs> French maid in blue. Right, it, it is absurd. Like yeah. a super short skirt. Like it was very much the Halloween version. Yeah. of a maid. Whereas most like people that may have a job as like a maid, they actually just wear clothes. Sure, like <laughs> they dress like normal people. This is part of the like the how the family says you have to dress like this stupid maid. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the only reason you ever would have to dress like that, and right. li- like somebody asked you to do it. No one yeah. actually dresses like this. No, no. I I think that would have threw me off if I ever walked in the summer. I'm like, yeah. Are, what it, the fuck's it, going on? Are here? you celebrating something? <laughs> and like, as we're watching this, we're like, where are the cameras? These are like high def, like 4K HDR cameras. And they're being and, moved by a human. And they're zooming and, like, in and out. Yeah. Most places. There's a couple locations where, like, oh, yeah, that's a shitty camera. But most locations are like in the house following these people pretty closely. And they like look great. They I did feel like I'm it. there. No, they did explain like they're using the mirrors in the house, and especially comparing the shots from episode one and two, where two had no like set location, like like a house. The video footage was a lot shittier in two compared to one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I wasn't necessarily saying it was a negative thing, but as we were watching, we're like, where the hell are these cameras? Right, 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 for sure. Like most of these shows is like, I honestly do think that these two people were pranked. Yeah. I do. They were. But I mean, that's always a question. What a waste you're of watching. my time, though. <laughs> yeah. It's always a question when you're watching these kind of shows. Like, how real is it? That's fair. And I think legitimately these two people are pranked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So one thing I want to make sure we, we cover on. So 
uh, VJ is, you know, helping out this charity. The charity is called the Pick Me Ups. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where yeah, they yeah. Uh, pick up their the idea is they pick up toys uh, that other people want to donate. So great, great concept. And we had a question: Is that a real charity? Um, the answer is not as straightforward as you might think. Oh man! <laughs> so the charity they claim to represent is not real. Shocker! There is no pick me up charity. That said. I think they could have done a little more due diligence on what they were doing. There is a The Pick Me Up Foundation, which is actually based off a young boy who died. And um, it donates uh, musical instruments and related equipment to children. By a teddy bear? No, it's just, it's. Uh, musical yeah. instrument charity like um that said it's like i think it's just a little in poor taste to have like such a close connection with someone who actually died um if i was a producer of that show i would have made sure if someone did their fact checking but like okay just choose a different name uh, okay i mean i think they should have chosen a real charity but i don't know if a real charity wanted to be associated with netflix that's yeah. the thing like yeah. no one's going to like it's similar to the name of real charity i'm like ah yes that makes sense to me it would make it sound similar but not the same but then for the reasons you said it's like i don't know if but it's pretty close to the real name i probably you yeah. could see like a lawsuit coming out of that yeah if they actually gave like cared there's one more thing i want to mention about this charity so the setup is you have sort of the real guy in a van with uh, an actor who's driving and the actor's like hey tell me uh, what's on this list and he's like a teddy bear, some dolls. He's like, what's that address again? A hundred Valley <laughs> Lane. That's a fake ass address. That's like one oak drive. It could have been faker. It could have been like one, two, three fake drive. A uh, hundred Valley Lane? Come on. And then, then here's the thing. Then the actor is like, oh, I think I heard about that on the news. There was a spooky accident. The news never says, hey, this terrible thing happened at 100 Valley Lane. <laughs> <laughs> they say it happened in Riverside, California or something. Exactly. Like, Funny, deep, deep minutia on One Oak. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me. One Oak was actually the name, maybe oh, still a club in New York. I know and this. It, and yeah. it stands for One of a Kind. Yep. One oak, if you ever want to throw that into something. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Noah. <laughs> Thanks, deep, Noah. deep, no, deep I, Yeah, yeah. So as this prank unfurls itself, yeah, they're like, <laughs> there's a point where the opal and uh, what's her name? Theodora, Theodora are Theodora. sitting on this couch. And they're like talking to the maid. The maid wants this bear fucking out of this house. And like, Puts the bear in timeout and throws the bear under the ground, and the bear's wearing some sort of like weird bandana thing. Yeah, the mom covered up the bear's eyes with like a a Crips bandana. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I think it was a Bloods. But the the reason she <laughs> she did it is the mom said to the babysitter, "Look, my daughter Opal." is using the bear to, like, help her act out and communicate. So the mom is explaining, like, you know, instead of Opal saying, I'm mad, it's, oh, Xavier's mad, right? Xavier did this. And so the mom is using the bear to be like, okay, you're in timeout. She puts over the bandana. 
Which makes sense, right? Like that that is believable. Sure, I don't know. I guess. I mean, it, it definitely it's a definitely helps setting up this whole like part of this very complicated setup. This is one of the complicated bits that I completely forgot about. It's mm. <laughs> <laughs> so complicated. Yeah, I, I, I'm not as like bought in that it was too complicated, right? It's like it's real life. Shit happens. Right, like I think part of it is that they're trying to set up this horror scenario. Yeah, and it takes forever, fifteen minutes, and like lots of things could have gone wrong. And you need a lot of actors. You need this big, huge house. And you need these people to just be idiots to like <laughs> kind of like kind of get into it. And then the payoff is like okay, so the bear disappears, and like Opal and Theodora are sitting in this room. And like Theodora sees like one of the white bears start moving, and then like the maid goes out into this balcony, and the the other bear Xavier comes in and pushes her off the balcony, and like that's the big payoff. To be fair, we didn't see Xavier push the maid off. We saw Xavier push the other guy off. Yeah, yeah. That the maid off-screen. just off screen was suddenly oh. at the foot of the balcony. Mm-hmm. And I was was there a point where we're supposed to think Theodora thinks Opal pushed the maid off the balcony? Is that right? Right, I think right, so. right, right. <laughs> I don't know. Because like, Opal was definitely asking someone to call the police. Yeah. Or no, mm-hmm. Theodore, Theodore was asking was, someone to call the yeah. police. And I wasn't sure exactly what she thought was going on. <laughs> right. Theodore, through this whole episode, just like so stone-faced. Yeah. And I can't tell why. I didn't know if she had like so much Botox that like it was just like... Theodora? Oh, yeah. And then at, at one point, like <laughs> Theodora's in charge. Uh, they they want to put Theodora and VJ working together. So Theodora is the one going through the list of toys with VJ. It's like, she just got there. Why is she in charge <laughs> yeah. of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially no like, sense. I understand having Theodora to come in to babysit. Makes sense. Watch the kid... Make like play with the kid, whatever. But why is she in charge of this charity thing? You have a maid. <laughs> yeah, that the makes maid no sense. is the one that's in charge of the house. Agree. Yeah, and it's clearly like it's not a you know like where someone you know has someone come and just like clean their house for a couple hours once a week. Like this is the maid who's there every day. It is a good friend. Like, and, she's like, still mm-hmm. there. The way her and the mom talk, and it's the evening, and she's like, "This is like a maid who's there all the time." Like, yeah, <laughs> it's very weird. No, this whole setup doesn't really work at all. Yeah. The maid's also kind of a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah, she's dead. We're getting rid of her toys or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. was strange. Yeah. Uh, nothing about this setup makes sense. In terms of things going off the rails, there was definitely a point where VJ, before the we actually see the bears running around, like VJ starts to run away. <laughs> uh, that's actually a pretty good. Part and of the and show. then they have to like the, and then has the guy has to go from like trying to move the setup along to be like VJ, come back, we got mm-hmm. this, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one of the times where you see the camera outside's like kind of shitty. Yeah, because the inside cameras are pretty nice. Like all about this just doesn't really work. I. I can't believe this is episode one. I really can't. It's really awful. A, this, this like horror setup, this horror like subgenre of evil dolls Sucks. is just awful. It's bad. No one, no one cares. No one believes it. Yeah. Like make it like, like leprechauns make way more sense to me than like evil dolls coming back. Like it just doesn't work. Yeah. Quick, quick, like, pole of the room does anybody get scared by dolls like this just doesn't ring scary to me so this is actually 
funny. Um, I was talking about this yesterday. Oh. If you search creepy dolls on the internet. Are we talking about haunted dolls that you can find on eBay? Yeah. Just oh, search creepy yeah. dolls. There's some real creepy dolls out there. Uh, I don't know if it'll give you someone personally nightmares, but they are creepy enough where you ain't going to want that in your apartment. No, your uh, I listen to a podcast where they find creepy dolls on eBay and read their descriptions and <laughs> laugh at them. They're oh, that's great. amazing. That's a great idea. Is that our... <laughs> I don't want to steal this other podcast's idea. No. No, uh, I'm just saying it's a great idea. To be clear, I've actually never seen Child's Play. So, like, I can't say I... Because I've never seen the most famous one. Mm. But, like, this setup just, like, doesn't work. Scary all. children don't really work for me unless, like, it's seriously scary shit. Have you guys ever seen uh, Children of the Corn? No. Uh, uh, you ever see Children of Men? Good movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, is this... When you're watching this show, is this show supposed to be scary or funny? What are they going mm. for? It seems like the tone they're going for is scary. And they're not succeeding, and they're not succeeding at being funny either. So well, whatever yeah. they're going for <laughs> fucking sucks. I, like, I, my premise was prank shows are supposed to be funny. Yeah. But they're really investing in trying to make a horror kind of thing. And it's like, I think they're... Part of the problem with this show is that it's sort of a horror show and sort of a funny show and actually neither. <laughs> I feel like they went into this thing thinking that they'd make something funny. They didn't come up with something funny, so now all the production has to make it look scary. Hmm. I don't know. Like, and then one, one thing we've talked about, we got talk about is the control room with our old pal Gaten. Gaten. Oh man. And this I, is like 0% real. It, it's 0% real, but I like the investment in the bit of Yeah. Yeah, there's a producer calling the shots. Now, it's not a producer. It they make it seem like Gaten is calling the shots, which is definitely <laughs> not the case. <laughs> but that's, that's true. That's true. That's there's fair. a control room and there's a guy saying, "Oh, we got to move this." And like they make it seem like he's actually whispering like commands to them, like yeah. a practical Directing jokers them. kind of thing. He, like he is viewing what they did and then saying like, "Oh, you should go into that room." Yeah, exactly. For sure. They but definitely filmed all the control room stuff three Way months after. later. <laughs> <laughs> he was so in the can. Also, they pretend that the control room is an RV. Yes, <laughs> which is also a, a nice, a nice commitment to the bit. Well, like I, I do agree with you. I kind of like this setup where you actually like. They have the the producers are obviously talking to the actors and watching the footage. Yeah. Obviously, it's not Gaten, but Gaten's there. He's like on the set. He comes out. That is true. So it's like it's not like they couldn't just have him while the shit is going on, like actually watching and commenting. Oh shit! Somebody needs to check if he's wearing the same clothes during the bit and during the reveal. I think he's wearing the same clothes in both episodes we watched. You know, yeah, I think I'm fairly right. certain he I is I think too. he's just got his uniform for the for the prank encounters. Or he's recording all of the bits on the same day. <laughs> Should we get into that? <laughs> yeah. uh, they're definitely both at night, so that would be difficult. I mean, one's at 8pm and one's at 10pm. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no I, d- I just mean all of the RV pretend stuff. All the RV, I'm sure he did you all. Knock it all out he knocked all the RV yeah. print stuff out at one time. For That's sure. That's why he has to wear only one costume. Well, exactly. Dep- depends on how good of an actor this kid is. Yeah. So one, I mean, one, oh. by by the standard of all the kids in Stranger Things, he's pretty good. <laughs> I will say, of the actors on this show, I think Opal may have been the best actress 
Opal was killing it. Yeah, I was like, I can't believe there's a kid actor in this prank show. And I was like, I can't believe she didn't ruin the whole bit. Uh, uh, fucking <laughs> the mom actress is so clearly an actress. I, I thought she, she was good too. I didn't really notice too much about. She was definitely not great in the second bit. In the first bit, I didn't really notice. Yeah. Um, she was a fake ass bitch. Well, one <laughs> last thing in the control room is there's a point where a Gaten goes, "Oh, things are getting out of hand. It's time for me to go." Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna go bring that up and so like that happened in the second bit so the second bit i like way more than the first wait wait i I got one more minutia for the first bit oh man you just ruined my segue because i didn't want a segue i I had to hold the segue you gotta you can't can't okay okay chris raise the scooter us out of here baby no no (laughs) i I gotta get this minutia and this is important no no go go so theodora is working for a like a babysitter like placement service right so she got placed at this house, and that's why she's there. She says she doesn't know where she is. There's an unsolved mystery on how did Theodora get to the house without knowing where she is. That's a great... I forgot about that. That's true. She says she, says, she wants someone to call a cop. She says she doesn't know where she is. It's like, how did you get to this house? She doesn't yeah. have her phone. So she could have like Ubered there with the address on her phone. She doesn't have it. Yeah. Wait. Also, why do both of these people not have their phones? Yeah. Great the, question. The teddy bear stole them. I assume she just left her phone in the other room. That's that's what I thought too. Nobody leaves yeah. their phone in a room. You leave it in your pocket. Well, when you're scared by a teddy bear. Have you met Emmy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who like, yeah. Someone uh, who leaves their phone in other rooms okay. constantly. The babysitter service could have dropped her off. That's not how babysitter services work. Right. I agree with you, but that's an option. <laughs> but like, it, it, this just seems so. So does crazy the babysitter service run a van that like drops like <laughs> six different babysitters off a call oh, around Rob, the? Oh, yeah. You're not talking about a babysitter service. You're talking about a babysitter service. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get it. <laughs> I'm I'm implying that they're hookers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and the right. van is the right. job. We're gonna move on to the better episode. The Sasquatch setup episode. Sasquatch. Subjectively better. Objectively uh, better. I thought it was better. <laughs> I, I actually like the, the first one better. Well, three to <laughs> oh, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's better. Clearly. Uh, yeah. So this is a weird setup. Like, has anyone seen a movie with a haunted, like, on a deserted road and, like, Sasquatch comes out? Yeah. Um... Uh, Moana. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, I'm glad you tried to stall there for a terrible punchline. I think that was part of the plot of Signs, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, I was thinking more the mm-hmm. village where like the village is haunted or something, but it's in, not. In Moana? No. But then there's Sasquatch. No, it, what's what's the movie that's by M. Night? The Village. Both the village. signs in the village yeah. are M. Night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is an M. Night show. M. Night should have hosted this one. Anyway, the setups for these people are a little nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of temp job are you working for? The like, the p- state patrol or whatever Hi- highway safety highway board. safety patrol. You're just out in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the night investigating a investigating crime crashes, scene? Yeah. and they're talking about like there's blood on this thing. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, so we had uh, Sade working for the highway safety board. Oh yeah, and uh, then we had um, Bruna, 
Bruna, yeah. Right? Bruna working for Fremont Insurance. Yeah. I always find like the whole thing of like, hey, you're a temp worker for an insurance company. Okay, let's drive out with me to the mountain yeah. nowhere. Like, like, yeah. It's like, Both I don't think that's what happens. Don't make any sense. It makes no sense. Uh, so they have, you know, Sade out there first, looking at just like car parts that they've like bloodied up. And at some point, Sade comes up and like looks at this like hub and she's like, that looks like human blood. That looks like human hair. Cause I like she's a professional um waxer. Yeah, she's so a waxer. like she like sees a lot of human hair. She's like, I don't know if she sees a lot of other like animals' hair, so who kno- like how does a professional waxer end up working for the highway <laughs> patrol? <laughs> she's trying to make a buck. Good good point. Good point. I don't know, but they probably pay more than getting a wax done. So I did enjoy before they went out and looked at the car parts, they showed photos oh, in a yeah. video, mm-hmm. and the video clearly has a Sasquatch <laughs> yeah, coming yeah. out like, and attacking the car. Very clearly. <laughs> there are only five frames in this video, and two of them clearly show <laughs> yeah. a Sasquatch. And yeah. the guy, the actor who's like giving Sade the video to watch, he's like, what? I didn't, I didn't see, see that. that. <laughs> he's like pretending that it's like haunted because he's pretending like he can't see it. It's uh, weird. If you want to picture this guy, he's probably going to be our photo for this, right? I mean, Gaten might be the photo. Gaten might Gaten's be the photo. Be, yeah, this, this guy's guy, got a mushroom head. He's got a mushroom head. And you know what? I think he re- makes it really pop. Oh, he's doing great. Yeah, the most nuts thing we saw was this guy and his <laughs> hair. I was just oh, like. Oh, for sure. The best part was Chris at first didn't see him and thought we were talking about Sade's hair. And then all of a sudden was like, whoa, look at his hair. <laughs> yeah, I definitely had to take a, a second look at that one. I do got to say Sade in both episodes is my favorite character. If you can call Sade it. was the best of the four randos. On she the, on she the was band. amazing. She sort of instantly buys into, oh, it's a curse. We're on cursed land. <laughs> she just rolls with it. She sees Sasquatch. She's like, oh, this, this is what it is. But she's also like, this seems like a TV show. <laughs> like, she nails it. Yeah. Yep. She does. She, she was does. on Unsolved it. miseries. I guess at, I was, at first I wasn't sure this one was going, and then when they had the Sasquatch and the thing, I was like, oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. I see where yeah. this is going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're just out on this, like, street corner. And they've like blocked off the road, and it's just like she's picking up random. They're picking up random stuff off this crime scene. They're like, is there blood on this? That looks like blood. Oh, we should probably get another piece of thing that has blood on it. Yeah, is this crazy? This one did a little bit better job, in my opinion, of making the setup somewhat interesting while they were going. I don't know if that was just Sade being sort of an interesting person on her own, but I think it was like there was more to do waiting for the payoff to to start happening. Yeah, well, the insurance story wasn't that great. But they they still made the insurance person like have encounters on the drive to the thing. Unlike him just... Uh, unlike VJ just saying an address, they'd be like, "Oh, that address," and then yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's a one-minute scene. Like that, that wasn't great. I mean, yep. so this show and other shows like this definitely rely on the marks being interesting because yeah. they're the they're the point of the show. So when the marks are so like nothing burgers, like we like VJ and Bruna, Bruna, what, Bruna, Bruna, you got it, Bruna. Is like she's like such a nothing burger. Like she's not interesting in any aspect of any way in like this episode. I don't know if like 
you know, in real life, she can be fun. I don't know, but really need to pull that kind of out of people. And this show did not. Yeah. I, I think I was thinking about like, why was pranked? So good comparatively. Punk, punk, shit. Pranked. Oh. pranked. Ooh, boy. I would have made the same mistake. I mean, there Ooh, might boy. be a show called Pranked. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but, like, it's because the actors, right, that they're pranking, they obviously are real personalities uh, for the most part to themselves, and it makes the bit a lot more fun. I have a confession. I've never really watched Punked. So. Me neither. I, I would say I've, I've seen. Three episodes, maybe. So I can't really, you know, say anything about Punked. All right, Punked. Uh, I mean, obviously this is like early two thousands, but it, it was quite good. Um, much better than than this, and they spent a lot more. So like the bits they would put on, they like literally destroy a car, right? They'd buy a replica, yeah, yeah, destroy yeah. it, and they'd be like, "Are you kidding me?" You know. Well, well I mean, they, they destroyed a car in this one. Maybe we'll get mm-hmm. to that. Back to this show. So as the insurance people are coming up, they're like, they have just some guy like come up next to the car and say, bang on the door and say, help. I lost my friend wearing a mustard yellow vest. Who specifies that it's a mustard yellow vest? (laughs) It's a yellow vest. An actor. If you lost your friends, they're not wearing a mustard yellow vest. They're wearing a vest. Maybe it's yellow. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, no, Max. That's right. uh, and then for Big some reason, shit. that guy like runs away. That's like one of the most unusual things. Like, hey, can I get in your car? Can you drive me around, look for him. I don't know. It just like he's just gonna run in the woods, yeah. <laughs> looking for his friend. <laughs> like, does he have a flashlight? I didn't see that guy with a flat. Like, what, he like, definitely what is, have a flashlight. What is he gonna do? Mm-mm. Die. <laughs> and then as they get closer. They like eventually have some like the Sasquatch run in the back of the car and then like run away. That was definitely one where like they did something where the car got bumped and they had a shot outside of the Sasquatch room to the car. And that was definitely not they recreated that shot without the mark in the car for sure. I I, like I agree with you, but I didn't really notice at the time that that like I also didn't really care if that was done specifically for that or not. But I think it worked well. Mm hmm. Um, then like they get to the, the site and they're finally together. The two marks are together and they barely uh, interact. Honestly, yeah. they, they have this, this is when Gaten like, Oh, I got to leave the RV cause it's time for me to be out there. <laughs> when he leaves the RV is the best shot. He's so happy. <laughs> so like Gaten's in the passenger seat and there's like so, one of the other actors is in the driver's seat. Cause they have another car show up. Some rando lost car. Yeah, it's a lost car. Goes past the site, and then at some point you just hear this giant crash. Yeah, like, how do they make that sounds? Do you think, like on a speaker? Definitely a speaker. It's I don't know. Dumb. For us, it's pretty obvious. It was like, oh, they just have like car crash sound. But out there, I have no idea. Yeah, like, if you're in the middle of the woods and you hear a car crash sound through a speaker, I don't think. You're gonna be like, that sounds like I threw through a speaker. And he was like, what? What was that? <laughs> yeah, I doubt the sound they heard in the woods is a sound that we heard on the show. There's also that. Yeah, I I agree on that 100. percent Anyway, then they like turn around the corner and like Gaten's just lost. He's not in the car at all. There's a giant dent in the car. Yeah, the car's yeah. a different car. 
and there's the actors in well, there. Well, no, it's not easy to tell it's a different. It looks like the same car. I, I believe it was the same model of car. You know, it, it looked very similar. It's the same model of car, but like Chris saying, it's like they didn't in two minutes damage no, up that no, car. Certainly, they not. did the old switcheroo yeah. and pulled out the car that was pre-damaged. But it's this. It's supposed to be the same car, correct? Right, which you astutely pointed out, which makes a ton of sense. Yeah. And, then, and then, the, then, do they both get in that car, or do they get in a different car? No, so Highway mm-hmm. Patrol had their van conveniently parked right where the accident with this car happened. And so they're like, let's all get in the Highway Patrol van and drive away, but then the Highway Patrol van won't start. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because someone left the overhead light on. That was the, the only good detail, I thought. <laughs> Who left the light on? Yeah, but wouldn't the lights be off too if you can't start the car? Uh, no, there's sort of a in between zone. Th- there's def. Uh, speaking from experience, yeah. you can have it's kind of dim and not as bright as it should be. But so there's enough power to still have the light on, but there's not enough power to start the car. Yep. Well, thank you for the minutia there, guys. <laughs> uh, and then they have the Sasquatch come out and harass them in this car, just kind of like pushing against it at first. And Bruna is still like not really believing it. And then the Sasquatch fucking punches through the window, which I was surprised about. Yeah, that was that was a nice touch of like that they yeah. had a breakaway window, so the Sasquatch actually punched through the window. And that's when Bruna goes from like this seems weird to like, oh shit, it's real. <laughs> yeah, Bruna had some great facial expressions right at the end here. That's that's yeah. their one like non nothing burger is like sure her eyes bugging out, freak out face is pretty good. Yeah. Also had a great moment from Sade right before that where she's like, "Can I sit in the middle? Yeah. I don't want to sit by the window." <laughs> she said that like. Ten times since yeah. she's still not. And that was before they broke the glass. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really even know that was going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, and then at some point, like uh, Gaten comes out in front of the car, in front of the like headlights, and he's like, "I know, I know what's going on." But meanwhile, Bruna says, "Is that the guy from Stranger Things?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. And, and he's like. This is a prank show on Netflix. It's Netflix, guys. Netflix. It's Netflix. <laughs> Calm down. It's Netflix. It's Netflix. And like, it's like, Sade still seemed kind of confused. And Bruno's me like, ha ha, this is the most hilarious thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like, she was immediately all in on, I got pranked. This is hilarious. Like, which I, I just, don't know. <laughs> so, like, I don't want to immediately into this, but like, Aren't breaks supposed to be fun? Like, this is not fun in the slightest. This is a waste of my fucking time. Well, fun for us or fun for the people getting pranked? Yeah, yeah. I think it needs to be fun almost, like, afterwards. Like, oh, that was fun. What what part of this was fun? Isn't entertainment supposed to be entertaining? (laughs) It's definitely not entertaining for us. (laughs) That's the problem. (laughs) No, but, like, the the targets usually don't have fun in the prank. Like, it usually takes them a good time to, like, Settle like s- settle down, get out of being the target, and then appreciate the prank. We're not going to capture that on the show. I don't know. I just don't think that even if I was like involved in this prank at all, it's not funny. It's not fun. But like, like back back to punk. The most famous punk episode is when they were like repossessing Justin Timberlake's house. Like I don't think it was fun when he thought like right. people were <laughs> no, taking stuff out of his house. That's very funny for no. us though. But Chris's right. point is it should be fun for the person being pranked. And it's like that's not well, fun. I don't know. I don't no, know. I'm not. just trying to figure out and get in the headspace. Yeah, so I think the thing with pranks is it's not necessarily fun in the moment as long as you can look back and like you're not like 
like, oh, I pranked you. I just stabbed you in the arm. It's like, well, I, I, my arm's still bleeding. Like, but if it's like, oh, you look back, like, oh, okay, that was fun. That was there was no harm done. So I, I don't think it's supposed to be fun for the person in the moment, as long as you can look back and think it's fun. But if it's an entertainment show for us, it should be fun for us. And outside of a couple brief moments, this is not very much fun. That's yeah. what I, was, I I think this is supposed to be more like a horror show. I don't think it's supposed to be like funny. Listen, like, the, I think they just failed <laughs> what they're trying to do because a prank show should be funny and it's not funny enough. I, I, yeah, I think building where you say like, because uh, even you think of like phone pranks, which is like a big like local radio thing, right? Um, pseudo. Did you, did you guys know Crank Anchors is coming back? Oh, it, it is it, back. It's already back. We I, talked I, about I it. I talked about it last week. Okay. I was um, not here. Yeah. Great show. Uh, but the reason when pranks like are not just mean it's when when the person delivering the prank or responsible for it really has a strong relationship with that person, and then the target realizes they're being pranked because that person like cares about them so much, right? They're thinking about them so so much, and then there's like some re- redemption for the target. It's like, oh, you chose me. That's pretty thoughtful. Would this show have been better if at some point Gaten comes out and they're like, "Are you the kid from Stranger Things?" and he says. I get that a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you would, you would be able to both look like that kid and also sound like that kid. <laughs> like, somebody would pick up on it. What if said, what hey, if are you Guy, Guy Fieri? Fieri. <laughs> Fieri. <laughs> Boom. There's, there's one piece of minutia I think, I think we missed over that when they start off the, the scenes, they have these very intense... Terminator graphics, <laughs> so you know oh, yeah. who is oh, yeah. real and who are actors. <laughs> and it is just so. I, I felt like I was in Predator for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Actor. It's <laughs> just like giant, like complicated graphic over their face. You're just like, okay. They spent the whole budget of the show on they those graphics. They definitely did. It's, I don't know. Part, like, part of me wants to like prank shows, and part of me just is just like, this is mean. Yeah. Uh, it's It's very mean. I mean, generally, I can understand like the diff- what's fun about them, but this show is just like I don't understand what's fun about scaring the shit out of people. Like, there's definitely a level of like emotion that I think needs to be done in a prank, and this went way past it. Well, let's let's say like so you do enjoy Impractical Jokers, which is a version of this. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm just trying to figure out like where is my like I I like Jackass too, and it's like what level? Where's my where's my like line here? Because this was just not fun, not funny. But and I don't know if that's just because this like show is so bad. Chris, you're looking inwards to figure out why the show is bad when you should be looking outwards. The show is I bad because the show is bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Max in the head seems like you don't mind if a show being mean. Because the Practical Jokers is super mean. You just want the entertainment value to be better. Well, the thing with Practical Jokers is usually mean to the people producing the show, and not necessarily mean to the people the like marks quote unquote on the show like mm. occasionally sure but not like that's not the point of the show whereas like it, the point of the show is to like scare the shit out of the marks that's yeah. not fun like to me that's not fun that's just mean it's a very mean spirited show whereas in practical mm. jokers is like hey go out and make a fool of yourself that's fun to me but the, they also make the people though like in a pretty uneasy situation there's definitely, yeah, but that's not the point of the show. 
the is point it? of the show is to make the guys on the show do thing like get them to do weird things. Yeah, get them doing like interesting things. <laughs> Reacting too. in a way you don't see humans normally react because they're not usually in this situation. I'll take your word because you've watched at least a hundred X the amount of impractical jokers that I have. So <laughs> I don't know if there's a hundred up- probably there's I think there's a hundred episodes. How many episodes have you seen? I don't know, but also the frequency um you've watched them is probably a lot more. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, do we have any other minutia for the show? Like, here's some minutia. We need to get to ratings. All right, Max. I think I have an idea what your rating is. Give it to me. After episode one, this was a clear bottom of the bottom. After episode two, <laughs> I actually had to recalibrate and call this definitely a bottom of the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Good recalibration, Max. Rob, what do you got? This is easy bottom third. It. The second episode was definitely better than the first, but it was not good. <laughs> All right, Noah, what do you got? I'm putting it in the bottom, but top of the bottom. Um, I, I like this, I think, a little bit more than the rest of the crew did. The reason being, the I find the actors actually be pretty good, um, especially Opal in the first episode. Shout so, out to Opal. Yeah, Opal killed it. Um, and so I think there is some opportunity. Um, I think they need a lot to improve the show, but yeah, it, it, it's going in the trash can. Put it on the bottom. It's pretty fucked up when your two best actors are both children actors. Uh, I'm going to put this in the bottom, but I agree with Noah. I, I liked it more than like I thought I was like after talking about it, but it's just mean-spirited. I just want to be in a watch a horror thing instead of watching this like half horror, half like torture two people for no reason kind of show and so that that's kind of why it's in the bottom uh it, that's why i kept trying to talk about like what about the show because i just don't i want to like it but it's just not it's not there yeah. is this the first show at uh straight bottom no not what? no no in season four sorry uh, this season it's the first in a while i think yeah it's been a bit I, I, yeah. let me i can pull up the data yeah uh, yeah yeah uh, uh, also we it's have a the first one since three episodes ago okay <laughs> oh nailed it or something was that caligula ghosted ghosted oh, oh i was in here <laughs> um and then also we have uh brian's contribution at bottom third middle of the bottom thank you brian thank you brian uh, we missed you. Uh, yeah. So, you been watching anything else? Um, me and James and Harrison and Annabeth and Emmy watched uh, two episodes of Temptation Island Season 2. And what did you think, Max? It's even crazier than Season 1. How? So, it's, mm-hmm. how many couples do we have this time? We around? have four couples. So, same as last time. Somebody's already cheated within two episodes. Ooh, How long did it take last time? Like four or five episodes. Oh, wow. Hmm, let me see. You're going to go on this show that you know that you're going to have a chance to date all these singles. Hmm, maybe it's a thing where they'd go on to actually cheat with their significant others. Hmm. There's so many easier ways. Okay. I know, I know, <laughs> but like. But which of those ways, Max? Let's you become a social media influencer. Oh, uh, you could be on Catfish. Mm. 
<laughs> at least catfish you're on one episode this all you're on episode like you're on like 10 12 episodes temptation island what an insane show how excited was harrison to see his pal mark l Wahlberg again dude mark l Wahlberg is doing fu- fucking satan's chores <laughs> he looks like somebody sucked his like eye meat out from behind his eyes <laughs> who are he, these what, couples what that are signing up for this show again I especially don't after that. like did you see what happened on season one well, what about the other three seasons? Yeah, they, they got there's an engagement. Oh, it worked nobody out great. knows about the first three seasons. But if yes. I'm going on a show called Temptation Island and there's like multiple seasons, I'm probably gonna at least watch a handful of them. It's fucking nuts. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> I'll follow up after the pod. All right. I uh, still mystifies me. Listen to my listen to our review of Temptation Island. Yeah, I think we've got a lot of good minutia and back good uh, back in the archives. Back in the archives, I, I could give you a quick uh, quick mass singer update. So there's Ooh. been there's been no mass singer for two weeks <laughs> because it was preempted by the World Series playing the baseball. Mm. But mm. Uh, since since the last update in the pod, there was I haven't talked about the most recent episode where the skeleton got eliminated, Ooh. and I'd, I'd previously said the skeleton seemed like it was a short comedian. Ooh. And it turned out to be Paul Schaefer, David Letterman's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, band yeah, yeah. leader. Yeah. Nuts. So, Did he sing well? So this thing, like, he definitely seemed like he was not quite on the level of some of the other people. But, like, he's, you know, he's Musically. not some rando athlete who's trying to sing. So I think, like, the quality of singers are going to be better this year. So Interesting. Because I actually was, like, after... And so they changed the format up again. So they they, they got rid of the SmackDown after they went through the first round. And Ooh. they had six. And they're just like, it actually moved pretty good. Like they just had, they had six sing. And then they brought it all six. They're like, all right. And you're kicked off. And That's good. And uh, and I actually was like, I think of the six, I think the skeleton is the one who's going to go. So I was able to discern the, uh, the least uh, appealing performance. Did you get closer guess by the end or are you still so there was a clue that he was traditionally been second fiddle and this was his chance to be in the spotlight and i was like oh that makes me feel like our guesses like we're talking like martin short or dana carvey it's like oh, that doesn't really fit mm, it doesn't fit those two people at all and then uh max's favorite guessed paul schaefer and as soon as she guessed paul schaefer it was like oh paul schaefer interesting mm-hmm. and turned out to be right so yeah that's the latest one I, you always give me the cue to look back on the wikipedia page <laughs> they do such a good job just saying who got but you don't even get to guess are you uh, like looking? I, I don't like guessing i just like seeing who it is oh. uh but the second fiddle thing reminds me of um nick lachey remember from 98 degrees and so he had a brother oh right that he also tried to be a singer but it was definitely not in the spotlight like nick I mean, it would not shock me if Nick Lachey is on The Masked Singer. <laughs> yeah, no. It's What's definitely Nick Lachey up to in 2019? <laughs> Being on The Masked Singer, maybe. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure he's doing great. Like, that is actually, like, the perfect spot. You made a bunch of money in, like, your late teens, early 20s, and then you skate on that for the rest of your life? So there's that, If you don't spend it all. So she, right. the, this character wasn't on the last episode I saw, so probably in the next episode. There's a character called The Christmas Tree. Or just the tree. <laughs> the and part tree. of the clue is you only think about them once a year. So it's like, oh, this is someone who has famous singing a Christmas song. And I was like, what if it's Elvira? Oh. <laughs> Can so Elvira I need, sing I, though? I, no, I need to I need to hear the voice again now in the next episode. Like I'm definitely like, hmm. That'd that'd be a great plot twist. 
Mariah Carey. <laughs> That'd be I mean, Mariah Carey's more famous for more than one song. Though. Yeah. She's definitely not on that show. If you know a good one-hit wonder female Christmas song person, let me know. <laughs> uh, they might be on the I, I do. It's mm. called Tree. <laughs> Tree. <laughs> oh, it's Grandma, because she got run over by a reindeer. Uh, Probably. So I've been watching some HBO recently. Ooh. Oh. So, you What'd know, you HBO Sundays are getting pretty good. The hubbo. Getting well, pretty good. It's been good. Succession's uh, so good. Last week, last week tonight with John Oliver is amazing. Right. Every time. Just got to give a quick shout out to that. But two shows started recently. We got Silicon Valley's back. Oh. I did not know it was coming back. And then I saw, like, there was an episode. It was like, what? There was an episode. When did that happen? Yeah. Silicon Valley was pretty. The new, uh, new season was pretty good. Season premiere. Uh, they make fun of the whole, like, going to Congress and, like, privacy controls and stuff, which is quite apt in today's is culture. Is this a final season? Or? This is the final season, supposedly. Final to be. season. Oh, man. So, that, I, for me, that's kind of disappointing because, like, what other show is like representing this whole like tech and like s- subculture subverting the co- like making fun of it? Like, I don't know. I would be okay if they sort of brought it back whenever it was right to bring it back, like Curb. Yeah, I agree. Like, if they would space it out more and let let the storylines kind of like. But that's a very hard sort of show to make, especially with an ensemble cast. Could be better as like an anthology where you could jump from like different kinds of companies each season because like Ooh, I, yeah. I saw like them repeating kind of like being a startup but like not trying to be a startup so i get it so we'll see where the season leads but i'm kind of excited yeah i'm pumped uh and then the next show was watchmen started mm. two episodes of watchmen premiered was it two there's two episodes Ooh. how was that uh it's like pretty intense it's definitely like not what I'd expect from like a because you watch the movie. Have you has everyone seen the movie? Oh, oh yeah, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the only comic I actually read. <laughs> the like it's kind of colorful. It's pretty serious. It's like serious. Colorful is one way to put all that blue. <laughs> <laughs> but like the, yeah, the show, movie was all that. Yeah, that yeah. The thing. show is like really dark and like really puts like race relations right in your face, and it's like an interesting like. Because it's supposed to be some sort of side, like, history. So there's, like, no internet. And it's just kind of, like, what are... Trying to gleam at what are the consequences. Sure. But not, like, throw it in your face. So you have to kind of think about it. So I don't really know where or how... Where the show is going. And it's it's difficult for me to recommend at, like, that level. I think that it is well done. And I think at the end it could be really good. But after two episodes, I still don't really have a great idea of where it's going. You just gave me a good idea for uh, movie night. Uh, Watchmen, putting it on the pole. I mean, if you're going to have a movie night, why don't you watch a good movie? Oh, <laughs> I don't remember shame. Watchmen being bad. I, just, I definitely remember I, I was able to see Watchmen at the IMAX for $3. And I remember, $3. I remember half an hour in thinking like, oh, this was actually a lot better than I expected. And by the end of it, I was like, I'm glad I played $3. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, start, the first like 20 minutes of Watchmen is actually pretty good. And then it, okay. then it really starts getting really Zack Snyder-y. And it, mm. it does not hold But it was the f- wasn't that first Zack Snyder movie? No, no. no. 300, 300 is like... Oh. And then there was yeah. like Axe Girl or something. 
No, I think I think Watchmen is his third movie. Okay. I think he did some zombie movie, then Three Hundred, then Watchmen. Was it Day of the Dead or something? Or Dawn, yeah. of, Dawn of the Dead? I think was one it. of those ones. Uh, something like that. Okay. okay. A- uh, HBO. Oh. Oh, I was also going to say HBO has uh, Philip Pullman's His Dark Materials coming soon, which is co-produced with BBC. Yeah. Okay. We'll see how that goes out. Uh, Uh, Anyone else got anything they want to talk about? We could... uh... Um, South Park is back on. Um, I think always excellent. I think that is a undervalued show. Um, People, I think, just like kind of get out of touch with it. And then every time you put it on, it, it just delivers. So, shout, shout out to South Park. All right. Well, you can find us on Twitter at Who Put This On. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Who Put This On. Dot com. <laughs> dot com. Uh, please email us questions and suggestions at Who Put This On at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys next time. Fucking young Ashton Kutcher.